Hello and back for another podcast. It's Timmy Gibson here with you for the Timmy Gibson Show. I actually am thinking about changing the name, maybe Timmy Talks. <laughs> so I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure it's much of a show per se. I'm not sure what necessitates a, a show, but regardless, back for another podcast, back for another episode. Today, I want to talk about religion, which religion is right. That's a that's a great question. I mean, it's it's something in my journey of self-discovery, my journey of faith, my journey of spirituality, uh, my journey, you know, escaping religion and finding faith is, as I've said before, um, that's a question that's come up. You know, that's a question that I've discovered or discussed with, discussed with people of other faiths or other religions and part and parcel to my challenge with the Christian faith, which is how I was raised, very thankful for it. But as I, you know, went off to Bible college and began being taught that Christianity was right, everyone else was wrong, it just, something about that didn't resonate with me and not just like, I guess there are some things, you know, we know one plus one is two. That's, that's not something that's debated. That's something that's agreed upon globally. Um, but when it comes to spiritual things, God, heaven, hell, eternity, spirit world, Jesus, Buddha, all the other gods that are out there. Um, which one's right? And throughout history, with you know my limited knowledge, throughout history, that's there's been religions that have come and gone. There's been spiritual practices that have come and gone. Even Christianity itself has evolved and changed. I mean, I remember, and this is just within my lifetime, but I remember back in the late 70s, early 80s, the church I was at, I remember a sermon that the pastor preached, because I remember even then feeling uncomfortable about it. He preached a sermon about or condemning interracial marriage. And... <laughs> I remember, I remember, and I think I even had a black girlfriend at the time. I just remember thinking, what? Like, what the heck? And of course now, I mean, if anybody taught that now, they would be, well, they'd be a racist. They'd be labeled a racist and they'd be shut down for sure. You know, and then, then the, the LGBT thing came up and of course I was a supporter of gay marriage and that didn't go over well with a lot of my conservative friends. And, you know, they thought I was supporting the devil and in favor of sin. And boom, you know, now even that, if you're vocal about being anti-gay, you're definitely um, uh, marginalizing yourself or, you know, that's a polarizing message, I think, to 
to not be in support of love is love. So, you know, now coming to um, years and years and years of, of study and, and now granted, I've not, I've not studied in depth other religions. Uh, Christianity has been the only religion that I'm super familiar with, you know, having gone to Bible college, having read the Bible through multiple times, having, having read hundreds of Christian books. And in general, you know, the, the one thing that, that I, I appreciate and I guess like about Christianity is at least how I was taught and raised that there's a lot of personal responsibility and, and kindness is a value. You know, love is a value. Forgiveness is a value. Charity is a value. Uh, you know, all these things that, that, that I personally value are things that I learned to value from my Christian upbringing. But I remember even in Bible college, a professor said this phrase. He said, eat the hay and spit out the stubble. Of course, he was talking about everything outside of Christianity. <laughs> so, <laughs> but how I took that as that was uh, good for everyone everywhere. And that's, that, that's a good quote, like eat the hay and spit out the stubble as it relates to any teaching, any religion, any thing that we can't fully know. I mean, even the scriptures teach, and if I, and I could, I guess, type this in and look it up to give you a reference, but I don't think that's necessary. You can Google it yourself. But there's a scripture that says that we we know in part. You know, we don't know fully. And so, and I and I get in this this discussion with people when it comes to the Bible. They're they'll say something like, "Well, the Bible says," and I'll say, "Well, the Bible says." that, but how you're interpreting what the Bible says is, is one thing. And then you go even deeper than that. And I, and I wish I should have maybe studied a little bit on this before I came on here to do a podcast, but you know, I'm just trying to have continuous thought around some things and, and hopefully encouraging you to, to think for yourself. I'm, I definitely am not telling anyone what to think, but I'm encouraging you to think, um, and if you already know the answers to some of these questions, then by all means, you know, hold on to that until it doesn't work for you anymore. Um, I know, but for me, when people say, well, the Bible says, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, that, that's such a loaded statement because what you're talking about is, you know, what you're reading some 2000 years later after it's been translated and translated and retranslated and changed into language, another language, and then retranslated and then reinterpreted and retranslated on and on and on and on. And to think that we have today in our possession, a Bible that is 100% accurate to what it was when it was first written I think is a mistake. Secondly, to think that it was interpreted perfectly in all situations with all words, all punctuations, all meanings uh, is the second issue. Thirdly, that there were no um, personal agendas, personal um, 
you know, a personal, uh, like for example, like if I was to give you a, a, a perspective on something, you know, that perspective is coming to you through my own filters and the Bible clearly like this is, I don't even think this is something that we could even, it would even be debatable. I think that, that everybody would agree on this. And if they don't, I guess that'd be an interesting discussion. You know, again, I can only speak, I only know what I know. And I only think what I think. Um, and, and that's what I'm doing right now is just sharing kind of my thought processes, uh, through my spiritual journey and how I've been able to maintain faith while losing my religion. But so it, there's those three things that are a big issue, but to, to, to say that there were no human element put into the writings that are now the Bible, uh, I just don't see how you could say that. I don't, because we all know that God himself, like physically didn't write the Bible. Jesus himself didn't you know physically sit down and and scribe write out the Bible? Um, these are interpretations of what Jesus said. These are remembrances of what Jesus said. These are memories. These are um, the, you know what I mean? Like there's so much there. Now, granted, I find value in the Scripture. I do. I think there. I think the Bible is a very valuable. Uh, maybe even mystical, spiritual uh, book. Uh, but what would make Christianity the right one and every other religion, religion before and after not the right one? And you know, I, I know I, how I used to argue that point. I mean, I know how I used to think. But then when I really just started looking at things Almost from a, kind of for me, again, I can only talk about how my brain works. Being raised in, in, a, in a very conservative home, you know, everything I read and studied all reinforced everything that I already believed. And kind of what happened to me is that I then began to, you know, have friends that weren't Christian. <laughs> you know, I, I had friends of, of other faiths. And, and fr friends, frankly, friends of other denominations, you know, um, I was raised evangelical, Pentecostal. And so then, you know, I'd have a Baptist friend or I'd have a Catholic friend or a Methodist or Lutheran or a Hindu friend or a Buddhist friend. I have several Buddhist friends uh, and even a couple friends who are agnostic. Now, they didn't convert me to their way of thinking by any means, but just as I began to have these conversations with people of other experiences, it, it, it just opened my mind. Uh, it, it literally just, I, I felt like almost, I felt like I began to rise and not that this don't read into this. It doesn't mean anything other than this is just how my, how it works out in my own head. But it was like I kind of pulled away and I could see the forest. I couldn't see the forest amongst the trees. And then once I rose above the trees, then it was like, oh, okay. Now this, this actually makes more sense. Because what I actually struggled with a lot within Christianity before, earlier on, 
was just this idea that everything that I was taught and everything that I knew at that time was true and accurate and absolute. And then when you experience things that contradict that, or when I experienced things that, that contradicted my strongly held beliefs, uh, it, it, it just gave me pause. You know, it, 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 I, it, pa- it made me pause. And I think like I mentioned in another podcast, what, what I could no longer, um, what I could no longer believe for me was that out of all the religions of the world, of all the religions throughout history, that only Christianity is the right one. I I just, and when I say that, so what's, what's behind that statement is basically this. If you're a Christian, you go to heaven. If you're not, you go to hell. It's, it's that concept of only Christians go to heaven because the, the truth is every Christian is taught to believe that. Now, not all Christians do, in fact, believe that because I would consider still, still consider my, whoop, I would still consider myself. Sorry about that loud little noise. Uh, I would still consider myself a Christian-ish, but but like like one of my friends says, I'm a Christian, but I laugh about it. <laughs> you know, I would still consider myself a Christian, though though I'm not a Christian at the exclusion of every other religion. Does that make sense? Used to, I was, you know, Christians are the only group that goes to heaven. And so, and by saying that again, and this is, and if, and if, if you ever talk to a Christian and you want to like, kind of find out what they really believe, then, then you can talk to them about that. You know, a lot of times they, here's what's wild is I had, I struggled to say that out loud, right? I could say Jesus is the only way you get to heaven by accepting Jesus. I could say that no problem. What I couldn't say was, and therefore anyone who doesn't accept Jesus, any Hindu, any Buddhist, anybody outside of the Christian faith, Anybody that doesn't believe in Jesus is going to go to hell. And I couldn't say that. Why? Well, because I didn't believe that. And so a Christian, most, at least the, you know, the a, most uh, sympathetic or empathetic or caring <laughs> Christians would struggle to say that too, right? Because I think if you're, if you're truly a Christian and truly a good person, truly love Jesus, then you would want everyone to go to heaven. And that's not why the theology that I have today, that's not that I didn't, at least I don't think so. I don't think that my theology is based upon, well, I don't want anybody to go to hell. So I'm going to believe something in which, and you know, where everybody goes to heaven or whatever. And here's the thing. I don't even know if there is a heaven. Okay. That's another pod. I'll do another episode on that. Um, you know, I was taught to believe that there's a heaven 
for those that accept Jesus and a hell for everyone who rejects Jesus. That's what I was raised to believe. But again, that flies in the face of every other religion. <laughs> so, and and as I began, as as I became an adult, and I had friends who were wonderful people, who who were of other religions, I just was thinking to myself, "There's no way that God, there's no way that she set it up like this. Like, there's no way." And I'm not saying I'm right just because Timmy thinks that there's no way God could do this. Like, listen, right? Assuming there is a God and assuming whatever, God can do whatever the hell he or she wants to do. She didn't have to give a shit about what I think. Though, <laughs> you know, when I think about all my Hindu friends and my Buddhist friends and my all my friends that are good people, honest people, and kind and caring and charitable who, you know, in every intent and purpose are living a life reflective of what and how Jesus lived, in my opinion, okay, in, in my assessment. So the thought of, wait a minute, so you can be a shitty Christian, a lying, deceiving piece of shit Christian, <laughs> and, not, and most Christians are awesome, okay, most Christians are awesome, um, but I'm just saying, so you can be a shitty Christian and go to heaven and you can be a wonderful Buddhist and go to hell. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, no, no, I, 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 I cannot. Th yeah. That, that belief system that I, that I, and I used to believe that I used to believe that I, I no longer believe that. And I can't believe that. And, and there's a lot of reasons why I don't. One, you know, I don't view the Bible as the only one truth of God or from God or whatever. Like I don't I don't view the Bible as the only one like divine book. Uh I believe that it is uh, divinely inspired parts of it. Like people were divinely inspired maybe when they wrote it. And of course in the original writing and the original intent, the original, whatever, but even in the original writings, you know, these were, the Bible was written by imperfect men, actually specifically men, imperfect men. So there's no way that an imperfect man can do something perfectly. Right. I mean, that that's we're incapable of perfection. Now we can do lots of good. We can, I mean, goodness gracious, there's been many wonderful, powerful, life changing, life altering books written throughout history. Um, the Bible is one of those, like the Bible is one of those books that is life changing. It's, it's a, like I said, it's a, I value the words of scripture. Uh, I just don't take them as uh, as absolute and as they are like God said this. 
And this is exactly how the universe began day by day, second by second. Everything in there is exactly as it was, exactly as it was supposed to be, and exactly as it happened. Of course not, right? There's so many things. And again, we'll get into this throughout this podcast, throughout the history of this future of this podcast. Uh, I'll unpack some of my thoughts and, and share with you my uh, my journey um, again, it's just my personal journey and I, I'm simply coming on here to do a daily, pretty much daily. I may take off Sundays. It depends, but pretty much I'll be doing a minimum of five podcasts a week and hopefully just giving you a, a place to, uh, journey through with your own questions, uh, to hear someone else's thought process, uh, as they went through their, you know, escaping religion and finding faith journey. And, and, you know, uniquely my journey is not a journey away from God. That's what was such a fascinating journey for me is that it wasn't like I went from Christian to atheist. For me, it was just, I went from, uh, a a no, oh, how can I put it? A narrow minded Christianity or a conservative, I guess that's what we'd say, is I went from a, a conservative evangelical Christian view to now a more open uh, spiritual view with roots in Christianity. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how, I, 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 at some point I probably should come up with some kind of a title for, for, what, I, for what I am and what I believe. Um, and that's just, again, like I've said, before i i am not trying to to get win disciples i'm not trying to make disciples i'm not trying to um win anyone over to my way of thinking truly truly i i really am not but what i think and feel is that there are a lot of people out there that already are thinking and wondering and the way i'm thinking and wondering and and therefore this gives them uh, or gives you um, uh, a safe place, gives us a safe place to to kind of have these discussions and, and talk about this shit and and do it in a safe, non-judgmental, open format. And, you know, of course, I know this isn't as interactive. Um, you know, I'm just putting a podcast out there, but, uh, you know, you can definitely email me at Timmy at TimmyGibson.com. And if you're interested in, in, you know, coming on here sometime with me on the podcast, um, that'd be great, great too. You know, we could do a phone call and, and bring you right into a, a, a discussion. That'd be, it'd be great. Especially if I you know, feel like it'd be helpful to, um, the listeners. So which religion is right? Uh, the bottom line for me, what I think personally is that all religions have value. Pause for a moment as I drink my cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, for me, I believe that Christianity uh, got it right and got it wrong. Hinduism got it right, got it wrong. Buddhism got it right, got it wrong. Um, uh, Islam got it right, got it wrong. Uh, Judaism got it right, got it wrong. Uh, whatever. There's other religions or other, you know, I, other world religions, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know them all. 
some got it right, some got it wrong. Matter of fact, I was thinking of that that show. Have you seen that show? It's a Netflix show. Uh, I think it's called The Good Place. I, matter of fact, I'm certain. Yeah, it's called The Good Place. If you haven't seen it, uh, I didn't end up watching the whole thing. Um, for whatever reason, I'm just not a big TV watcher, and it, it takes a lot for me to to watch. Uh, it's like any series I start, it seems like I I peter out after a few seasons for most things. There's There's been a few things that I've watched and, and watched it to the very end, but uh, for whatever reason, I just, I'm not a big TV guy or a TV series guy, unless it's a short, like two seasons and that's it. And then it seems like I can pretty do pretty good getting into it. Anyway, there was a series uh, or, or is a series called The Good Place. Such a great show. Such a great show. Such a great show. Basically, the premise, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up, but basically the premise of the good place is this girl dies, she wakes up, and she's in the good place, which is quote unquote supposedly heaven. Okay. But she wakes up in the good place. Well, when she meets, excuse me, when she meets with the angel, excuse me, Michael, Michael, the archangel, she, you know, he tells her that, you know, what, what's going on or whatever. And, and she then asks, well, who, who got it right? Like who, who's right? Meaning is, was the Jews got it right? Did the Christians get it right? Did the Muslims get it right? Or to, you know, like who got it right? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out, but that was a really bad hiccup. <clears throat> now I've got the hiccups for some reason. I'm going to have to get rid of these. Um, so anyway, they she she finds out she's in the good place. Well, as the story develops, she finds out she's in the good place actually by accident. That somehow there was a crisscross and she got switched up with someone else. And so she wasn't supposed to be in the good place, so to speak. And again, I didn't finish, I didn't finish the series, so I can't give you any spoiler alerts because I ended up, I only watched a handful of episodes. I didn't even get through the entire first season. So I have no idea what, what happens, what goes on or what it turns into. But, but as far as I, the first few episodes, basically she thinks that you know, she or she knows she found out she got switched up. She wasn't supposed to be in the good place. And then, like I said, she asked Michael the Archangel, "Well, who got it right? Which religion got it right?" And and Michael answers, "You know, the Jews had some of it right. The Christians had some of it right. The Hindus had some of it right. The Buddhists had some of it right. But there was this one guy <laughs> named Walter." <laughs> And behind Michael, behind Michael, the archangel, there's this huge like felt or this huge portrait, like a, a self-portrait or yeah, portrait of this geeky IT guy that apparently did some kind of acid trip. And while on the acid trip, he was um, he was able to uh, completely come up with 
life and the meaning of life and eternal life and <laughs> the whole thing. And so he pontificated while on acid on an acid trip and got like 98% of it right. And so in the good place, they celebrate, you know, Walter, which I thought was, was really, um, yeah, I just thought that was, I thought that was awesome. Anyway, I, I think that kind of, you know, that goes with the whole um, talk for, the, you know, this this particular podcast is what, you know, what religion is right. And so I believe that all religions have it right and wrong. I believe that every religion shares typically. Now, again, I'm not knowledgeable of all religions, but from what I understand about religions, um, the main religions of the world is they are about goodness and charity and forgiveness and love and that kind of stuff. So I think that's where the, the common ground is. You know, that's where the, the common denominator of all religions uh, is. And I know that you know some people, um, and I'm not familiar with with. Islam as a religion, I'm not very familiar with it. I know I'm familiar with the extremist Islam groups, which are you know very terror terrorist. You know they're terrorist groups. They're very they're wacko. But that that's no different than the wacko uh, Westboro Baptist people in Topeka, Kansas, who are also wing nuts and who are hateful and don't represent true Christianity at all. Um, so I, I think the extremist groups within any religion uh, are just that. They're extreme and extremely wrong and extremely idiotic, um, just like within Christianity or any religion of, of that matter. So listen, I'm going to take a little short break, and I'll be right back with you to finish this talk on which religion gets it right, if any, or none. See you back in a minute. All right, back for the second part of this episode, talking about which religion is right. And I don't know if if all religions have um, the perspective that they are right as much as Christianity does. You know, I was only raised Christian in a Christian home, so... I, 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 you know, the, the conversations that I have had with people of other faiths, it seems that Christianity, um, at least a little bit more has that kind of that evangelical, um, like I need to win everyone over to my way of thinking. That's what an evangelist is, or when, you know, we were taught friendship evangelism uh we were taught to to be fishers of men in other words we were to win converts <clears throat> that was part of the christian message part of your duty as a christian was to win converts was that was part of the deal i don't know if there the other religions have that quite drilled into the to the fabric of the of the religion 
like Christianity does. I, I really don't know. I, I mean, I, I do know that my Hindu friends even told me that, you know, they're not, they're not trying to win over converts. Uh, I do have a Jewish friend that also said that, that that's not, that's not woven into the fabric of, of Judaism, at least the, how they were raised. There was, there was no, um, effort in, in, Hey, we need to win everyone over. We need to get everyone to become a, a Jew. You know, does that make sense? Like it, it, it's not, it's not as big of a, a, um, I don't even know what you call it, but it's, it's not part of it again in my limited knowledge, but it is very much a part of the Christian faith is to win your friends and your family, to win your neighbors, to win your world, to win your enemies, to win everyone over to, to your way of thinking over to your religion. And, you know, I mean, I remember being in, in church and I remember, you know, altar calls. I remember, um, the, the big drives. I remember, <laughs> I remember I was, I lost by, by one soul <laughs> that they did contests on how many people you could bring to church. Um, you know, how many people were led to Christ. And I remember even as a kid, you know, I would, I law I didn't win the bike. I got so close. I think it was Maurice Shear is a friend of mine um who who won uh who won won that. And that then ironically that was a, a gay friend of mine uh back in and of course he couldn't tell anybody he was gay. He didn't even know he was gay, honestly. He just knew he was different. And it wasn't until in his twenties that he discovered that he was gay. And of course his whole family tried to you know, get him delivered from his gayness, which is, again, I'll do a podcast on it for sure. All right. I'll do an episode on that, that whole journey for sure. Um, or I don't even, is that even a debate anymore? I don't even know if that's a debate anymore. I mean, I'm sure there are people that still think it's, it's a sin or whatever, but, uh, they for sure in the world don't talk about it because they knew they would be, they would be crucified over that if they did. Um, which I do find that a little comical, you know, I'm, I, I do pride myself in, and I hope it's the good kind of pride, but I do pride myself in talking about things that most people won't talk about. I I think those of you that maybe are even listening right now, that that might be one thing that you, you do like about me is that like, I'll talk about it. Um, and I don't necessarily go with the well, I definitely don't go with the the crowd. You know, I, I definitely don't just do that, which I don't like that anyway. And that whole, like if you're a Democrat, you everything that's Democrat, you are on board and everything that's Republican, you're not on board and vice versa for a Republican to be like, everything Republican is good. Everything Democrat is bad. It's that's so freaking idiotic. That's like the stupidest thing ever. Like literally that's just so obtuse. Um, but man, I run into people like that all the time. And to me, and I think the reason I find it so disgusting is coming from the religious perspective that I came from. And at one point in my life, 
viewing Christianity as the end-all, be-all, absolute, only truth out there, and anyone that didn't believe like me was wrong. Anyone that so like anything that a Buddhist would say was wrong. Why? Because it was said by a Buddhist. <laughs> like again, I don't believe that now, but what I'm saying is that was my belief then. You know, so a Hindu would the second they just opened their mouth, they were wrong because they weren't Christian. And so, you know, when I see that going on in the in the political landscape, you know, especially we're in an election year, which is I think a, one of the reasons why it's such a shit show right now. It's an election year; it's so polarizing, and not to mention, I mean, I'm not anti or pro Trump necessarily. Like I'm, I'm just kind of more neutral. Um, but oh man, people hate him. People love him, but people hate him. And it seems like the media is comprised of more of those that, that hate him. And, uh, yeah, man, what a, what an interesting, what an interesting, I'll, and I'll do it. I'll do an episode on that sometime. It'd be fun to, to, to lose all my, to lose some friends, maybe <laughs> the, the, the few that I have left. No, to be honest with you, the, the friends that I do have in my life are very much, um, the very open-minded like me, meaning uh, I have some friends that are very, uh, very evangelical um, conservative Christians still, but they're, but they're also, they're open, meaning uh, not, they don't believe like I believe, but they're open, meaning that it's fine, Timmy, you can believe whatever you want to believe. I mean, I'm, I believe in the conservative Christian perspective. And so, you know, that's the way they believe. And I respect that. Here's what's wild about this whole journey for me, for me, I don't mind if someone does believe Jesus is the only way per se, like for someone to believe that I don't care. Like people believe all kinds of things and I don't care what anybody believes. It only ever bothers me. The only time I get, and I need to work on this cause it shouldn't bother me. Right. So I'm working on not allowing this kind of stuff to bother me, but, but just to be very vulnerable with you, what makes me bothered is when someone is, you know, telling me I'm wrong and that I must believe like they believe in order for me to be saved or whatever. That's the only time that I I struggle. You know, I, like I said, I have friends that that believe like so many different things, but that's their personal beliefs, and they don't they don't uh, think I must believe it like they believe it. And so that's that's refreshing. So that's one of the things I think that's important for me in my journey of, of coming to understand, you know, which religion is right. Well, I think they're all right. And I think they're all wrong. Does that make sense? I think in some ways they're all right. And in some ways they're all wrong. And so how I view religions and what I think, what I think to be true, uh, meaning I think that most people would agree. Most scholars would agree. Right. Which I, I don't, I'm sure you know this, but you know that not all scholars are, uh, like not all biblical scholars are Christian. That was surprising. I did not know that. I just assumed. And the more I've studied over the years, um, I've heard theologians and or, um, yeah, people that, that are, um, very knowledgeable when it comes to 
to the Bible and to all that stuff. And when I found out that there were people that, that studied the Bible, uh, but weren't Christian, uh, I don't know. That just kind of blew me away. I was like, what? Can you do that? <laughs> Is that possible? Are you allowed? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, I, I think that all religions have value and, and, and get it right in some ways. And then all religions also um, get it wrong. And the reason I think that is that all religions are man-made. Again, I think going back to what I was starting to say, I think that all people would agree with that. I don't, I don't think that's something that, that is even debatable. Really? Religion is clearly man-made now, uh, God inspired, God ordained, you know, God instituted. I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, God inspired for sure. I mean, people feel like they're inspired. All religions feel like their, their text is inspired by a supreme being. I mean, that's what makes it a holy book. Right. And so, um, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. I think there's some divine inspiration uh, for sure uh, in the Bible. But let's be honest, man. There's some crazy stuff in the Bible. I mean, come on. Like, there's some crazy shit in there. Um, Stuff that, you know, we Christians don't, we don't like to talk about. We don't like to talk about. We don't like to, you know, all we want to talk about is the stuff that seems more acceptable. Uh but there is some crazy shit in the Bible. And maybe I'll do a, an episode on all the crazy shit that's in the Bible. Um, but that doesn't make me, you know, love it any less. It doesn't make me, you know, value it any less. It just makes me more understand that it was put together by men. You know, men wrote it. And then you get into the whole Council of Nicaea in the, in the year, was it 386 BC, I think. Is that right? I, I, I could be off there. Uh, anyway, but just the, maybe it was 386 AD. I don't know. But this whole Council of Nicaea where they decided what was going to be included in the Bible. And, you know, the Bible as we have it today wasn't, that's not the Bible. So when Jesus talks about the scripture, okay, when he references the scripture, Okay, Jesus isn't referring to what we have today as the Bible, right? It, it wasn't. It, it Jesus wasn't walking around with a King James version of the Old and New Testament. <laughs> you know, Jesus was referring to um, the Bible of his day or the scriptures of his day, which I, I believe were just comprised of just what what's the old testament today and and even maybe it was comprised of of just the first five books of the bible of so what they call the pentateuch which is genesis exodus leviticus deuteronomy and numbers i think i think that's right i don't have a bible in front of me to to verify but i i think that's the first five books of the bible which is the pentateuch pent meaning five so the first five books of the bible is and I think even in the Jewish religion, I think uh, rabbis all had that memorized or nearly had that memorized or something. I know memorization was a big part of of uh, the culture and the religion back 
back then of Judaism. And like I've said before, you know, Christianity is just an offshoot of Judaism. It it seriously is just an offshoot of Judaism. Um, Jesus was Jewish. Jesus wasn't a Christian. Jesus was Jewish. So, you know, when you start really looking at this, like for what it is, you know, if Christianity is the only right religion, well, that's wild because Jesus wasn't even a part of it. You know, Jesus wasn't wasn't a Christian. He was he was he was Jewish and he was a, a rabbi. He was a teacher. He was you know prophet, whatever. And he was propagating a message of of faith. And of course, this I think Judaism is is at least in in known records is the first of the monotheistic God. Um, up until I think now I could be again, a lot of the stuff I'm saying is just from old studies and old whatever, and feel free, please fact check me, um, all you want. I think that's important. That's a, an important part of the journey. Uh, but the monotheistic God, which is the one God was, was introduced through Judaism because before that time there was multiple gods. There was sun god, earth god, tree god, plant gods, the sea gods. The I mean, there were gods for you know everything. So especially when you get into the Egyptian gods um, and the Egyptian uh, religions um, of the day. So you get this monotheistic religion, Judaism. Who you know is one god. There's only one god. So there's not all these others. There's only one, and you know. Therefore, that's where we get. Then uh, Christianity comes straight out of straight out of Judaism. So, which religion gets it right? Uh, here's here's another thought to be to to think and to th- I'm throwing out there for you to consider is what religion best fits you. And I don't mean so. This gets into the relativity. You know it. Well, that's wrong for you, but that's not right. That's not wrong for me. You know, relative truth, meaning, you know, there's no absolutes. And and I'm not sure what I think about all that, except I believe there are absolute truths. But I also don't think that Christianity is the absolute truth above all other truths. And that's the only one either. So when we start talking about, so when I say, you know, what religion works best for you. I mean that genuinely. I mean, again, a a, a fundamental Christian would totally want to take me to task on this and say, nope, it's not up for interpretation. God is the only one true God is the God of the Bible and every other God is not the right one. And so if you're not with this one, then you're wrong and you're going to go to hell. (laughs) So, (laughs) and I just love those kind of people. Um, but what religion works best for you? You know, I've, I've gone to some Buddhist uh, services. Uh, there's a Buddhist temple uh, that's right behind where I live here in Kansas City. And I've gone to those services and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Oh, I love them. I might even start considering myself a Buddhist Christian, a Christian Buddhist. I don't know. Uh, very thought provoking, very... Um, yeah, just such a it's such a religion of peace for sure. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Hinduism is a little bit complicated for me. I've, I've like I said, I've, there's too many gods, 
for me to keep track to keep track of. <laughs> it just seems way more complicated. You know, maybe if I was raised in a Hindu home, it wouldn't be as complicated to me. Um, but it, it it seems very convoluted and very uh, um, confusing to me. Uh, Buddhism does not seem confusing to me at all. It seems very. I get it. I get Buddhism for sure, and I get Christianity for sure, and I get Judaism for sure. I don't understand all the rituals and rules and the this and the that and then all this stuff. I'm not into all that, but I think for the most part, which religion is right is a personal question for you to answer for yourself. And your answer won't be the same answer as, as someone else. I know for me, um, one, all I know to the extent of any depth is Christianity. So, I still find value within Christianity and, and some of the bigger uh, concepts, of course. You know, the concept of Jesus, the concept of forgiveness, the concept of, you know, even Jesus as an example. Um, for those that are Christian, you know, Jesus is our example. And when you see that Jesus went about doing good and healing uh, all those that were oppressed, um, that that's that's awesome. Jesus came to set the captives free. And I believe that that's the role of, of anyone who would say they are a Christian or anyone who would decide to say, I want to follow the teachings of Jesus or anyone that would say, you know, I think Jesus was dope. And so, you know, whatever, then, then that, that, that we would do our best to, um, learn from, glean from, be inspired by uh, this person, uh, Jesus. Now, whether Jesus was God, not God, whether he, uh, all that stuff uh, is stuff that has been debated for years and 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 years, thousands of years. Even back in Jesus' day, it was debated whether Jesus was actually God or not God. Um, so I don't see why it would, why that would be something that we would stop maybe, uh, wondering about today, um, because there's no, uh, empirical, um, uh, absolute truth that where anybody can prove either that he was or he wasn't. And so when we look at, at the different religions and determining what, what fits your, your lifestyle, what fits your your um, worldview, what fits your um, whatever. Like, is it meaningful? Does it help assist you in your, in your human walk? You know, is it, is it of benefit to you? Does it add value to your life? I think one of the most disappointing things that I have found within, and this is true of all religions. I can only talk about Christianity because I'm, I'm coming from the inside. Um, you know, I'm not talking as an outsider. I'm talking as an insider. Well, you know, one of the things that always bothered me about how Christians thinking that they were the only ones with the truth and they were the ones that were right. What you know, what bothered me by that was that the, the hypocrisy that I saw and 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 still see uh, to this day um, coming from those that would profess Christianity and profess having the truth. Uh, and and being you know 
given the keys to the kingdom and the 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 keys to a, a mansion in heaven and then to see their lives that don't at all match up to what i would uh that i see that jesus talked about right like um you know people that um live just contrary i'm trying to be careful here but people that just live completely contrary to jesus but yet claim to to you know know jesus and love jesus and follow jesus yet be utterly completely almost opposite of of the message of Jesus that, that, that has always baffled me, you know, for, let me give you a case in point, just, just a small little case in point, but you know, someone that would consider themselves a Christian, but they are so rude and so mean, um, that that's just fascinating to me, uh, how someone could, could claim to know Jesus and yet be so completely opposite from what Jesus taught. Uh, and I'm not making a judgment. I'm just making an observation. That's something that I always found interesting uh, as I observed, uh, because I think there's more power in doing than there is in just believing. I mean, it starts with belief, right? It, what we believe does matter, but what we believe should impact our being. It should impact, right? In other words, if you're a Buddhist, um, like you best be peaceful because <laughs> that's, that's part of what being a Buddhist is. It's being a person of peace. Right. And so, you know, if, if you see a, 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 and again, not that, not that you're looking around and judging people and, and everything that someone does, you know, listen, right. I'm a Christian. I've done some definitely not Christian things. Um, I, I, I mean, even my beliefs, don't always line up with Christianity either. So, uh, you know, so uh, I, I pontificate. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just observe. Um, and, and it's not isolated accounts. Obviously we're all human. We all miss the mark. We all do stupid ass shit. Uh, of course, that's part of the human deal. But on a consistent level, you know, when you see that people that claim certain things religiously and then you, you see how they, they live, it just sometimes doesn't line up. And I, I think for me, one of the most important pieces of a life of faith or of a life, a spiritual life, is that it does become part, like it's part of who you are. And, and so if you value the teachings of Jesus, then you hopefully do value love and kindness and forgiveness and, and, you know, all the things that, that I would, uh, think, um, would represent a life of someone who follows Jesus. So as I come to a close, which religion is right? I don't know if, I don't think there is a right a one right religion. Uh, I think they all have things to add value to our, I think they all have things that can add value. Uh, I think they all have parts that are right. I think they're all parts that aren't. And, uh, your, 
you and I are on our own individual journey of discovery. And if you're open to spiritual things, then be open to it, you know, and uh, don't let anyone else tell you that, nope, this is the way you have to believe there or you're going to go to hell forever if you don't. Um, you know, that's, that's something I, I definitely wouldn't believe because that's not a helpful belief, right? Unless you actually believe the way they believe, right? If you don't believe that, then it definitely doesn't work for you because you're going to go to hell forever. <laughs> oh, but coming to a place in life, uh, I, for me, I've always taught follow peace. That's, that's a message that I've, I've taught for years and years and years, um, is follow peace, always follow peace. And so, uh, I still would say that today, that one of the most important things that you could do um, in your life is be aware and and be at peace and and find peace. And, and if you're not at peace, here's what I would say in closing, is what, what provides peace for you isn't necessarily going to provide peace for someone else. And so that's why I think this is such an, you know, spirituality and faith is such an individual work. I mean, even the scriptures teach, you know, work out your own salvation, uh, you know, figure it out, figure it out for yourself. You know, what works for Joe might not work for Rick and what works for Rick might not work for Sally and what works for Sally might not work for Tabitha. Right. I mean, it's like what what works for you and with the higher up thing of following peace, but ultimately your faith or your religion should make you a better person. Period. That's it. Whatever religion, whatever faith, whatever road, whatever path you choose, it should lead you down a road of being better. Right? Should make you a better person. I think that's the end result of any faith, of any religion, of any spiritual practice is to make you the best version of yourself. That's it. So which religion is right? Whichever one helps you be the best version of yourself. Guys, it's been wonderful spending some time with you today. May God bless you and namaste. Peace to your soul. Be good to each other. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.